you're listening to the Commercial Finance Podcast by Lee Chandler, where we discuss industry insights, tips about lending, capital finance, business acquisitions. The worst investment you can have is cash. Real estate acquisitions. Your financial advice depends on who you are. And everything in between. This is the Commercial Finance Podcast. We don't really think that we are. We take there's a lot of things we take for granted. So I'm gonna say this: every working adult has at least these three things, and we can choose how we want to grow these three things. What's great is for us to for any person to have the passive income that they want, they only have to grow one of the three. They only have to use one of the three. They only have to plant one of the three. Now, you know, the expert. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are excited. We are excited for you guys to be here with us today. Excited. Did I say excited? Speak for yourself. (laughs) 50% of us here are excited for you to be here with us. And you know what? What's up? I, I dare to say that I still consider 50% to be a strong percentile, okay? I I, I just need one more hair to be considered majority. And I think if if we could have that, then we are in good position. May may I comment on that? Absolutely. Absolutely, Congress. Because I think think we are in this mentality of of, um, misrepresentation. Let me Misrepresentation. All right. I love it. What, what I'm saying is that people are concerned of whether it's 49 or 51 and that this gives us august power. And I'm saying it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter what kind of power you have if you're not getting shit done. So the point to me that I'm making is how do you reach consensus? What's important and how do you get it, how do you get it accomplished and if you're worried about who gets the credit, then oftentimes we're at, a, at, at, at loggerheads at a stalemate. That's and, and part of that is heads I win and tails I lose. And then what we do then is we go around beating our chest because we got 51 and you only got 49. And now I try to make you feel bad because you only, you, you only got 49. Yeah, well, 49 end- is a hell of a lot. Yet at the end of the day, I mean, mm-hmm. who's supposed to win and who's supposed to lose? The American people. The American people. The American people at, at, at the end of the day are, are basically on the short stick. And if it's people on Medicare, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the older folk. If it's the people on Medicaid, it's older and younger folk. That's right. That's if right. it's folk on Social Security, it's the older folk. So if we, we, were, we, were, we were promised a lot of stuff, again, for those of you who don't know, my, my background is military. And when I came in the military, which was not, again, which was not my intent, it was circumstances. If you spent 20 years in, you started at a 50% retirement rate. As time progressed, 
they changed the percentage of retirement and there was a different type of negotiation. I don't know what it is today. Point I'm making is that things, things change and we have to be willing to adjust our process programs or what have you to meet the, the demands of the moment. And it doesn't mean that we're wishy-washy. Hmm. It just means that we're being practical and pragmatic about what's important and how to get from point A to point B. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about that. So okay. we have people that dare I say can be closed minded. Whoa. <laughs> Is that intentional or unintentional? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 I ask that question because I think sometimes people may be a certain way out of ignorance or they may be a certain way out of stupidity. So that's why I ask the question. And I'm not trying to equate the two. I'm just saying that sometimes we may not know better and we have... Um, developed, acquired, uh, made certain assumptions about something based on our limited knowledge or understanding of something. However, once we are enlightened, we should modify our attitudes and our behavior. So to me, a closed-minded person might be someone who knows better but doesn't give, doesn't give a rat's A because they want to prove themselves right. You know, that's, you know what? That's pretty good. I could probably define a closed-minded individual as a bigot. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I, I tell you what, that's interesting that you say that. Now, what's the difference between a bigot and a racist? You you took me there. And, and let you me explain. That's a really good... You know what? I don't know. I, I honestly do not know the difference between... A bigot and a racist. Um, I think I told you that as I was coming along, my mom did domestic work. There wasn't much. They weren't factories and stuff around. Right. right. And she, the the postmaster in our neighborhood, in our area, died and uh, left his wife with three kids, one of which was less than a year old. The wife took over the job as the postmaster, and she needed someone to take care of her child every day, even though she lived less than a block away from the office. So my mom was privileged <laughs> to do that. I'm not saying that she was racist because she wasn't. She was really a wonderful, wonderful person. However, as a, as a youngster, probably 13, 14 years old, this lady's son was 13, 14 years old. And from, high, from 13, 14 until probably the age of 22, 23, he and I competed intellectually as far as school was concerned. Okay. And my mom had to show him my report cards every grading period. At some point, he started to accept the fact 
that whatever he thought he knew about people of color did not apply to everybody because most instances, most grading periods, I was whipping his ass. I'm sorry, I need to be emphatic. So point I'm making is whatever his views were prior to interacting with someone different, he may have had views that had to change because of experience. Okay. And I'm saying that there are those around that didn't change. However, because of my, my mom and dad, they people knew my mom and dad and they respected my mom and dad, but my mom and dad still had to go to the back of the bus. My mom and dad still had to drink from a different fountain. My mom and dad had to go to the balcony of the movie theater. My mom and dad had to go to the back door to get food out of the restaurant or what have you. Because that was the system. But within that crazy system, my mom and dad were treated with a certain degree, certain aspect of dignity. And I don't know whether this is making sense to anybody out there. So my question to you is this, because deep down inside, I believe that everyone has certain biases. But having a bias doesn't necessarily make you a bigot. But if you know better and you don't do better, then you remain a bigot. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately, Leland, I think that for most part, we, we think bigotry has something to do with black or white. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't. You know, so that's why we have to be, to me, I, I'm careful about labeling something until I've scratched it, I've smelled it, I've seen it, I've heard it, and if necessary, I've tasted it. Because what I want to do is make certain that all of my senses, all of my senses are in agreement with whatever it is that my brain is, is saying. Okay? And that's not to say that I'm a perfectionist, I try to make certain that I'm not on the other end of that spectrum being the bigot. <laughs> Therefore, to not be a bigot, you must be open-minded. Um, yes. Yes, but sometimes being too open-minded, you become gullible. True. You think? Absolutely. You know? So what's the balance? I mean, what, what, what's, what's the balance? Because Leland, I think you and I have, have, we, we know, we know people, we, we know people for whatever reason aren't willing or willing. I started to say willing or able. I, I don't know. I know they're unwilling. So I'll just leave it at that. Unwilling to, to make, to, to, to change or to consider options. Let me explain, and then I'm going to hush. I was talking to a friend uh, recently, and the friend knows about Naptown, Indiana, 
or Naptown America. And they're doing well wherever it is that they are. And I was saying, you know, li- li- I'm, I'm going to use your name, but it's not you. Please, please do. Leland, Leland, if the perfect opportunity presented itself in Indianapolis, Indiana, and you were able to make the kind of money you think you deserve, he said, Hank, hush, I will never move to Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, I didn't try to get into why or what was causing such strong feelings, but that let me know that that person may be, may be closed-minded about something or, or had some negative experiences or have heard some things that says, Indianapolis, Indiana is not the place for me. And, and I went like, wow. And maybe my mindset is because of my life experiences. Grew up in the segregated South, went to college on a scholarship, went into the military and went around the world for 26 years, got out, went into various areas of, of if corporate America and thrust into situations where I was leading and following and all, all that other stuff. So I think I had learned to be somewhat flexible in certain instances, but very rigid in others only because, going back to bigotry or, or racism, I learned that if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it walks like a duck and it's the color of a duck and it swims like a duck I don't care what you tell me my closed mind says that's a damn duck okay so I Leland do you think you think closed mindedness is situational instinctive or or what? So closed-mindedness, I believe, is a result of either past experiences or environment, point blank period. Now, what's great is we all know as adults that if we want to do, if we want to obtain uh, something new, we have to do something different or do something or do what we've been doing, but do it a better way. And the great thing about that is to to go from a closed-minded individual to an open-minded individual, that starts with doing something internally to change Mm. that entire trajectory. Now, here's what's cool about it. You can change, I can change from being a closed-minded individual by me choosing to look outside of my environment and by me choosing to look outside of my own experiences. And if I'm willing to hear, listen, and possibly experience the life or the experiences of other people, then now I can properly weigh the good and the bad. And I can make a educated, sound decision Mm -hmm. for myself based on me being open-minded enough to at least gather the, gather the information. 
Wow. Wow. That brings to mind, Leland, we were talking on the front end and you were having a conversation with someone. Hey, what's up, guys? Leland Baptist here. And I wanted to give you guys an awesome, awesome opportunity. So if you are a business owner, if you're an investor, and guess what you're going to need? You're going to need a bank account to house all that money, right? Passive income and active income. So if you're looking for a bank account, one of my suggestions is for you to look at North One Bank. North One Bank is a virtual online bank account. I know you were thinking, I thought about it too, like, man, how am I going to initiate wires? Well, you do it literally from your home. No more going to the bank and having to sign off as you transfer money from one area to the other, or you wire things from one company to the other, right? All you have to do is go to lelandbaptist.com slash north1. That's lelandbaptist.com forward slash north, N-O-R-T-H, one, O-N-E. Set up your free account. And because you use that special link, you are going to get $75 when you open your account. They're literally going to pay you for that. Now, what's good about North One is that you can utilize it anywhere. It's virtual banking and... There's no issues, uh, no additional fees necessary. So if you're a business owner or you're looking to open up another account for your business or for your investment accounts, try it out. Go to lelandbaptist.com forward slash north one. You'll be happy that you're there. Recently, yeah. who wanted to do something. Yep. So let me, I'm, I'm going to give some, 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 uh, I guess some, some background. I was on Instagram earlier this week, earlier this week. Yeah. Early this week. I was on Instagram <laughs> earlier this week and a gentleman says to me, you know, Hey, I want to, I want to get started with real estate. I said, great. Here are the ways that, that we can help you with getting started. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he says, well, I honestly just want to, um, I want to own buildings and pass and passive income, et cetera, et cetera. I said, great, you should do that. He said, yeah, but I don't have, I don't have uh, the money to, to do such. And I said, okay. And I said, well, have you ever heard of creative financing? He says, no. I said, okay. So I briefly explained, explained to him what creative financing is. And just for anyone who doesn't know what that is, what well, creative financing is, is the ability to purchase a, a investment property for for as little amount as money as a person can okay period that's just that's that's it that's credit that's what creative financing is and so i explained gave i gave a few examples of how that works and then he said well that may that may work for you and that may work for others who have worked under you but i I don't believe that that will work for me and i said well Mm -hmm. if you don't believe that it will work for you then you're absolutely right. It won't work for you. Because keep in mind, before I told him that he could do it before we we, we had even got to that to the to that part of using creative financing, hmm, which okay. let him know that the issue the whole time was his mind. Hmm, hmm. He was trying to he was trying to put the blame on I can't do something because I believe I don't have the resource of money. And in actuality the whole time the resource 
of money was never what he needed to take mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. He needed to make sure that he, that he didn't have that stinking thinking of, <laughs> of a poverty mindset. And I have, and what was so funny was someone else in a different inbox was, you know, said to me, I said, Hey, how, how, are, how are things going with the real estate goals? And the, and the lady says to me, um, not good. I said, okay, well, what things do you think you need? And she says money. And I said, well, that's funny because I've always thought that money first begins in your mind. Mm, 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 mm. That's deep. She, needless to say, she didn't respond. You know, Leland, I'm, I'm sitting here, my mind be racing sometimes, and people go like, man, this guy's neurotic. Hell, yeah, I might be. <laughs> but it's, it's the idea that if I... No, that that I'm not going to do self-aggrandizement. Let let's see how do I how how I want to do this. Um, we have heard certain things so long that we start to make excuses for either our abilities or our success. And we have, and we've got this trap door to our minds that causes us to, to think, believe, and act as if we don't have it. When in essence, we have it in spades. We, we easily accept someone else's opinion about something, and then we make it gospel because we respect Leland Baptist or we respect Hank Hunt. I, Hank said it, it must be right. Leland said it, it must be right. You know, my grandpa said my, he must be right. And even though, even though we're constantly, constantly experiencing life that contradicts our beliefs and upbringings, but yet we choose, we choose, as you said, to continue to have stinking thinking and blaming other people for our misfortune. I mean, it's, it is, it's almost criminal. Well, it is criminal when we put handcuffs on ourselves and, and put ourselves in, in, this, in this jail. Now, I'm saying figuratively jail. No, 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 no. Hank, Hank, it's okay. not figurative. <laughs> and, and I was trying to be nice. <laughs> nope, nope. And that in itself is probably the issue, that the jail that people are, are quote-unquote encountering, the jail in which people are really quote-unquote, no, not really, not, <laughs> not quote-unquote, the jail that people are suffering from is a jail and imprisonment of their own. And instead of take, and instead of us taking a responsibility and saying, you know what, mm -hmm. I know what I claim I like, mm -hmm. but I haven't done that. So maybe what I should do is something different. Wow. Wow. There was a I, there was an email email that I was I was writing earlier today. Share it with everybody real quick in hopes that you guys enjoy it. All right, and I'm gonna just give you guys a break. So <clears throat> this is all my emails are they come from real life stuff. So it's not, you know, I'm not <laughs> I know 
<laughs> so the other day, okay, um, I was in the kitchen and my and I, and I, I just heard like you know this yelling. Now, just so you guys know, I have I have little kids, and so yelling is not like out of the norm. But the the level of hit, you know, the the, the pitch and yeah. Uh, the the ferocity of, of my daughter yelling. I was like, "What in the world is going on now?" Right. So you know, I turn around and I saw like a blur. And she, what what was happening was, I turned fully around. She was running in a circle, like running in a circle. And she and and I was like, "What are you doing?" She said, "Daddy, Daddy, will you please save me?" And I said. And so, you know, at first, I'm thinking it's a game, right? I said, I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, you know, a little kid. Kid's playing. I said, okay. I said, okay, well, you know, sweetie, what's wrong? So she says, um, you know, there is this black thing that keeps chasing me. And so a few seconds, you know, my mind goes by, and I just start laughing hysterically. As I'm laughing, she's looking at looking at me, and she's still running. Okay, looking at me as she's running, and I said, "I said, sweetie, just stop running, just stop, just stop." And she stopped, but she was confused, and she walks towards. She says, "You you want you said stop running?" I said, "Yeah, stop running." I said, "Because what you think is chasing you is nothing but your shadow." <laughs> I'm sorry. Now here's what I want you guys to understand who, who, are, who, are, who are listening to it. A lot of us are quote unquote running for our lives. Mm, mm, mm. We're so distracted. We're, we're distracted from doing what we know that we should be doing mm, mm, mm. simply because we are too busy quote unquote running for our lives. Wow. And your internal self has been telling you to stop running. Mm. And wow, since you haven't deep. been able to hear that, in, that internal alarm clock, allow me to say it for you. Stop running. Mm. Mm. Because mm. as you continue to run, you're going to end up hurting yourself. Wow. And just like the shadow, as I explained to my three-year-old daughter, that the shadow is merely mimicking her actions. Mm. If you don't like the your the life situation that you're in right now, good. Because that life situation, just like that shadow, is only mimicking, only mimicking your life. But guess what? Mm. You can change that. Just like if I wanted to change my shadow, I might put on a jacket. Now, now I have changed. And guess what? So has the shadow. Mm. So if you want to change your situation, you know what you got to do? You got to change. <laughs> and it might just ha- it might just start with opening your mind. Mm. Opening mm. your mind to mm. the possibility that, you know what? If Bob can do it, so can I. Opening your mind to the possibility that, you know what? If Sarah did it, why shouldn't I? Opening your mind to the possibility wow. that there just might be, just a little bit, there just might be an opportunity, a way, a path, a lane 
that you have not occupied. Wow. Just might be. Just, mm, mm, just a little mm. bit. There might be a chance that just because <laughs> well, you drove, you chose to drive down I-85, aka people in the South know what I-85 is. You chose to drive drive down I-85 to my to Miami over the weekend, and you had a bad trip. But it just might be that if you choose to go to Miami this weekend, you might have the time of your life. Hallelujah. Wow. But you don't know unless you get in the car and turn that ignition on. Leland. Leland. It goes back to something we've been saying to, to, to our apprentice. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got or gotten. If you want something different, you must do what, Leland? Do different. Yeah, you got to be changed. You got to be willing to change. And I think somewhere along the line, when people who are who are dealing with desperation and, and, and mental gymnastics, I think somewhere in the Bible it says, without hope, the people perish. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to get into the difference, you know, between um, hope and faith and, and all those. That's not important. What's important, I believe, Leland, is that you've got to want something different and you have to be willing to sacrifice. Ooh, not the sacrifice. Got to be willing I, to sacrifice. I think I thought that I could you know, have an orchard of trees without the need of planting one seed. You mean I have to, I have to actually, you know, like dig into the ground? Well, you either have to do that or pay somebody else to do it. Oh, no. Oh, 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 not money. Oh, God. This is literally how people sound. Like, seriously, like, guys, all jokes aside, and if you're taking offense to this, good. Because this is probably meant for you. It's touching a nerve. It's touching, and it's touching a nerve for a reason. I speak to people. Like, let's think about this. I someone someone will say, "I want to be a millionaire." Great. Yeah, you know, because I'm in. I'm wearing a blah blah. Great. Now, what seed do you want to use mm. Mm. to produce a millionaire's harvest? Mm, mm, mm. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What seed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you want a you want an, an orchard of apples, right? Yeah. And you want an orchard of apples for you and your family, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what apple seed are you willing to plant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lots of them out there. The orchard of apples. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a plant. Well, how else do you expect for the apple's tree to come out of the ground uh -huh. to have enough of a root to spread its branches mm -hmm. to produce fruit that you can pick from the tree? But, but there's Leland, I'm sorry. There needs to be a little bit more specificity, though. <laughs> you have to implant it. You want apple. You got to decide what kind of apple. Yeah, or what color apple? 
because if you, you just go get a seed and throw it in the ground expecting to get a red apple, it could be a yellow apple or green apple. You know, now you pissed at somebody because you didn't do your homework. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nope. You're right. You're right. And what's so funny, What is what? so I'm hearing this from people and, you know, hang honestly, if, if, if you be, it, it's like, I guess it's like talking, talking to a three-year-old. If you're too direct, <laughs> if you're too direct, the three-year-old might cry. You leave, my niece, might you leave my niece alone. You leave my niece alone. You know, and all you're trying to say is, listen, if you keep running in the circle, uh-huh. you might hit the refrigerator. Whew, fall and hit the side of the table, and now you got a hospital. Trip. And now, and now, and now, the, the the black figure ain't the only thing that's gonna be chasing you. <laughs> okay. Oh man. So instead, and so okay, mm. what is it gonna be? And I, I thought about this the other the other day, and we all have. Everyone has this. Everyone. I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say this because, first off, uh, with us living in the in the United States, we are really blessed, and we don't really think that we are. We take there's a lot of things we take for granted. So I'm gonna say this. Every working adult has at least these three things. And we can choose how we want to grow these three things. What's great is for us to have for any person to have the passive income that they want, they only have to grow one of the three. They only have to use one of the three. They only have to plant one of the three. Now, you know, the exponentials and, and which one is faster, all the other stuff, that all depends on the ground, that depends on the person, et cetera. Mm -hmm. here, here are the three things, and, and, we're, and we're, gonna, we're almost going to be done. One is money, like legit, it is money. Mm -hmm. Like you can use, a person could use money, they can invest money to make more money. Okay, we all get that, hopefully. But somehow another one is time for people to actually use their money. You know, they go they, they're tone deaf. But the second one is, time so if a person doesn't have an abundance of money they may possibly have an abundance of time of quote unquote free time and if they're able to actually utilize and schedule budget their time they can allocate or dedicate time to a specific thing for for it to grow all right uh -huh. the third thing is network the third thing is 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 a network most people claim that they don't have a good good enough network. Mm -hmm. If you don't, they don't know anybody. You know, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you're going to Starbucks or as you go to the local coffee shop or as you are going to the local restaurant or whatever, mm -hmm. and you're waiting in line, who do you communicate with? Do you speak to the person behind you or in front of you? Do you say hello? Do you open the door for a stranger? Do you attempt to at least start a conversation with someone? Do you even want to meet someone new? When you're on social media, whether it's LinkedIn or Facebook, whatever else, do you interact with just anyone else or do you only want to be within your tribe of people? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the tribe of people that you're, that you're communing with are broke. Limited stinking thinking. And, and to say hello to that random stranger would cost you zero. Nothing. Zero. And what would stop you from doing that? Your closed mind. Mm. Leland, I appreciate you, my brother. I appreciate I have you. Had a, I have had a ball. And you know what? 
What, sir? We weren't able to do this because, man, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was COVID or, or what. I don't know what that was. But I tell you, I tell you guys this: we all we all have three resources. Why don't you decide which one you want to use? Mm. But oh, but before you do that, Hank, what should they do about their mind? Yeah, they'd have an open mind. And you know, and and the thing is this. We we are we are all presented with opportunities abound constantly. And we are either too close minded, too afraid, too insecure, too overconfident. There are a lot of reasons why. But if you're not willing to take a chance on you and your abilities, then don't waste my freaking time. That's right. That's right. Don't bl- don't blame someone else when you when you know. Yeah. Hey, have you ever? And and I, and I know we're going over now, but I really want to know this because this is. <laughs> Be really careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. You hey, know I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> Netflix. They have this um, docu series on Bernie Madoff. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't how, watched it, but go ahead. They talk about how Bernie Madoff had uh, his Ponzi scheme had basically got to the, the 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 rate or the amount of billions. I want to say four hundred. I don't know why four hundred billion is sticking out in my head. It's massive. Yeah, massive, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, you know, and and you know, in document documentary series, what they do is they interview the victims, right? Mm-hmm. And so this one guy says. And they interview again, they interview lots of people, and then they're all interjecting throughout the documentary. And so they come back to this one guy, and um, he, the the uh, the man, his father had invested in, in Bernie, and his father had also had the entire family invest in Bernie, right? Because the father was getting so so he was getting great returns on paper or whatever. And the fa- uh, the 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 man who's you know it's his father, he says one of the things that my father would always tell me, growing up. Is son, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. And he says, but what's so funny is that my father didn't even, never didn't even listen to his, his own advice. Yep. And then in the next breath, you know what this man says? What? But I don't even blame I don't even blame my father. Honestly, I I blame the, the United States government. What? <laughs> well, it's just like the FTX guy. And that's another story. Cryptos. <coughs> not, not I just said, sir. Cryptos, Tesla. Come on, people. Sir, you cannot. And you're right, Hank, just like FTX, just like Bitcoin. Just like, uh, it's like, so, come on. You cannot. You cannot blame. Now, again. Well, you got to blame somebody. It's easy, it's easy to blame the government, okay? For your misfortune. For your own misfortune. Okay. You know. And and then like we want the government yeah. to pay us. You know, blah blah blah. And I'm thinking to myself, 
you know, Ponzi schemes are wrong. Absolutely. Like, absolutely wrong. But you knew. You, now you knew. You knew that in, in the market for Wall Street, that if everyone on Wall Street was only receiving at best 6 or 7% returns, mm-hmm. somehow you were receiving 18%, 12% returns. 15, yeah. 15%. Yeah, everything, all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And you, and come on now. You, you, you do. I bought that. I bought one of those billion dollar lottery tickets knowing I wasn't going to win, but I bought one anyway. And you, and it's like, the, just take just the accountability as a, as adults, period. We're all adults. <laughs> The accountability that we have, that we that we want to have, and just say, you know what, my father invested invested in in, in this, uh-huh. the entire family did, it was wrong. You know, in a perfect world, would I like so, for someone to give me money just because just because I made a poor a poor choice? Sure, uh-huh. but ultimately, I am responsible because I chose make make that poor poor choice. Plus, I chose to reinvest multiple times Mm, mm, mm. uh leland it is because see i'm talking to you you just keep triggering all these thoughts and we could be here for the rest of the day but the point is people take a few minutes sit off and, and and you have to determine what's important to you Create a, a strategy, a plan, and if you don't know how to do that, find somebody that's willing to give you some time. Let, let, let me say this. If you have a legal issue, you can call an attorney and for an hour, anywhere from a half hour to an hour, you can get some free, what, Leland? Legal. Advice. Advice. If you're a business owner and you've got a business question, you can call a CPA or an accounting firm, not your brother, even if he's a CPA, not your brother, not your cousin, not your posse, and they are willing to sit with you for a few minutes and you guys can determine whether or not you'll be able to work together. But I'm going to tell you this. You can't, you cannot I know you should not. You should not. Be trying to move ahead. Constantly looking back. I say again. You should not. Be trying to move ahead. Continuing to look behind you. Because you should know where you've been. You should focus on where you're headed. Okay. And along the way, pick up the proper hitchhiker. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. Pick up the proper hitchhiker. You know, 
Leland, you talked about time. I'm just sitting here. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk forever. You were sitting here and you were talking about making, making time for stuff. And here's the crazy thing. We all get 24 hours a day. And I think I read someplace that it might end up being like 24,000 hours that we all have. I think that's up. Take us to like age 76, life expectancy in America. I don't quote my numbers. The point is, we all get 24 hours. <clears throat> and my wife, some years ago, my wife and I were getting ready to embark upon something. And she was a busy doc. And I was a busy corporate exec. And I looked and I'm going, shit, I don't have time. Hmm. And my wife said to me, she said, honey, for us to do that, we have to find time. But baby, I'm busy already. You know, I leave here at 6.30 in the morning. I don't get home until 7.30 in the evening. And I'm doing this and I'm bowling on Saturday mornings and I'm playing racquetball on Saturday afternoons. And I like watching um, a sports spectacular on Saturday. I'm in you know, all this stuff. And she started laughing. Why was she laughing, Leela? Because you were tell you were telling her the leisures that you were doing with your time. We we threw out the TV, and I've said before, stopped all subscriptions and focused on the goal of being free. Were there challenges? Yeah. Did it have to create new habits? Yeah. Did I miss a few things in life? Events? Yeah. My question is, what price are you willing to pay for the things that you really, that are really, really important to you in life? Because there is a price. And if you're not willing to pay the price, you will continue to be where you are now saying, I wish I had. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. You can do more than you think you can do, but stop wishing and start doing. And that's all I got to say on the subject today, sir. Yes, sir. Well, with that, we bid you guys a farewell, and we will chat with you soon. Peace. <laughs>